Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, and the NFL has started its business year officially as of Wednesday at 4.01 p.m. Everything is live. And so that means the Eagles, for the first time, can comment on a trade that went down a few weeks ago. Carson Wentz, Eagles quarterback. The 2016 first-round draft pick, number two overall. So instrumental in getting the Eagles to the Super Bowl in 2017. After five years with the Eagles, Wentz traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a third-round draft pick this year and a conditional second-round pick in 2022. A pick that could become a first-round selection should Wentz play 75% of the snaps for the Colts in 2021 or he plays 70% of the snaps and the Colts reach the postseason. Certainly stunning news that is now official and so for the first time, the Eagles can comment. And they did it with me, General Manager Howie Roseman, along with Head Coach Nick Sirianni, for the first time discussing the trade of Carson Wentz, the quarterback position as it looks right now. Jalen Hurts, the only quarterback under contract, officially. And what the team's plans are to build this roster back into championship form. Without further ado, here's our exclusive, Howie Roseman, and Nick Sirianni for the Eagles Insider Podcast. Hello, Eagles everywhere. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro, and the 2021 NFL business year has begun. The Eagles have been busy already. We're going to find out what the team has been up to and what plans they may have as the roster-building portion of this offseason begins. Joined by Eagles General Manager Howie Roseman. Howie, long time no see. Good to see you. How are you doing? Great to see you, Dave. Nick Sirianni, Eagles head coach. We've talked quite a bit in this offseason. Good to see you again. I see you guys too. All right, Howie, let's begin with you. Um, the portion early on uh, after the season was over, the coaching hire process. You were part of it. I wonder what you saw from Nick at that time and what has it been like these last couple of months working with the new head coach? Well, coaches all ball all the time. And we saw that down there when we interviewed him. You know, uh, when we interview uh, these head coaching candidates, we go through our process and what we're looking for. And one of the things that we saw right away was his attention to detail. You know, he was able to demonstrate what he wanted to do with this football team and how he was going to do it. You know, I remember there was a moment in, in the coaching interviews where he talked about the quarterback position. And Coach stood up, and he showed us exactly what he was looking for. I mean, I was waiting for him to tell one of us to go run a route. And so I think you saw that passion, that energy, um, and that attention to detail right away in the interview process. Uh, Nick, from your standpoint, we've talked a couple of times here in the offseason, most recently after you hired your coaching staff. Tell Eagles fans, what has it been like these last several weeks getting everything ready for this moment when you can really address the roster? What we like to do in the morning is really talk about our scheme and our, our systems and, and the things that we're doing offensively, defensively, and special teams-wise. That's just been unbelievable communication amongst myself and the staff. You know, we've all come from different places, right? And and we all have great ideas. And that's why we hired the staff that we, that we hired, right? So we come in and we're installing something, a certain play, uh, Shane and myself, and then, grandly so, you know, Stout, uh, Coach Stout's going to have an idea of 
the way he's done this in the past. And Brian Johnson's going to have an idea of how he's done this in the past. And so what great communication that we've been able to have back and forth between the coaches to just, you know, yeah, sure. Shane and I are putting the system in, but then it's becoming our system, the collaborative, where everybody's contributing. Those have been unbelievable. In the afternoon, uh, that's where we've really been evaluating um, draft and uh, free agents and really spending that time evaluating that uh, the, the class that's coming out. And then at night, right, we're able to be here all day, right? Because a lot of us don't have families to go home to, right? Our families are in different cities. So um, we'll be able to be here all day. So at night, it's just cleaning up loose ends and, and really building relationships. That's kind of what a day looks like for us. And it's been really productive. And we just I just feel like we have a really good staff in place with good people and good football coaches. So basically, Howie's right. It's all ball all the time. Howie, you nailed that one for sure. Um, okay, Howie, let's talk a little bit about the topic. I think that Eagles fans have top of mind the trade of Carson Wentz. It's now official. You can now publicly comment on it. How did this come about? What were some of the internal conversations you had? And ultimately, what made you say, yeah, we'll make the trade with Indianapolis? Well, Dave, it's no secret about how we felt about Carson Wentz as a Philadelphia Eagle, whether it was the process in going to trade up for him in the draft or extending him, you know, after the 2018 season. And then we had this season where there were some things that happened. And obviously, you know, Jalen ended up starting the last four games. And so uh, we had some conversations with him and his representatives about what was the best thing to go forward with. And when we were doing the coaching search, communicating with him um, and his agent and really productive, good conversations, you know, really good people. And they talked about maybe it was time for him to have a fresh start, that he was looking forward to a fresh start. And for us, we got to do what's in the best interest of our team. And as we went through it and went through the offers that we got, and particularly the offer from the Colts and the opportunity to not only get the picks, but also get some financial flexibility back for our football team, uh, we decided going forward that that was the right decision for us. Howie, you touched on it a bit about just how difficult it, it is for you. You know, invested a whole lot in Carson moving up in the draft in 2016, the contract extension a couple of years ago. Um, from just a personal standpoint, how difficult, if you can kind of elaborate on that, and then what you learned through this whole process with everything that Carson has gone through, the Eagles have gone through with him these last five seasons. You know, Dave, everyone does things differently. And I think one of the things that we've had success with is having relationships with our players and having open communication with our players. And, you know, that doesn't work for everyone. And I understand that. Uh, but at the same time, uh, that makes it even harder to let them go in those times when you grow this kind of attachment to them and you have all the conversations that you have with them and you know their families. But at the end of the day, understanding that he felt it was best for him to get a fresh start, understanding that it's hard to win in the National Football League and to win, you have to have a group of people who are all tied together and invested in what's going on here. Uh, we just felt like it, it was a fair trade. It was a good trade for, for the Colts. It was a good trade for the Philadelphia Eagles and where we are right now. And so um, we pulled the trigger. Nick, during that whole process, what was your involvement? And then, look, Jalen Hurts is the only quarterback under contract as we speak right now. So uh, what are your thoughts on him and your vision for a position? Uh, and you've all talked about here very early about creating competition at each position. How do you feel about the quarterback spot? You know, just like with with every other position, um, you know, evaluated the tape, 
right, of, of the quarterbacks that were on the roster when I, when I got here. So, you know, we were able to sit down and, and watch uh, Carson and watch uh, Jalen. And as far as Jalen, you know, just being able to watch his tape and see the plays that he was able to make in the limited amount of time in the four games that he had. So there's a lot of things to be excited about with his tape. And so I was so excited to work with him and get going with him, right, of just talking ball with him. You know, right now we're just in a period where we're just talking and getting to know each other. And look forward to the day where we can talk and and really dive into football. And again, you, you just never know exactly what you're gonna look like until you're around those players and really and really, you know, on the field with them and in the meeting room with them and going through that over and over and over again. So look forward to that. Howie, we are in free agency. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about your plans for the quarterback position. Do you expect to sign a veteran in free agency? As we look ahead to the draft, hey, is it possible number six overall in round number one you'd consider a quarterback? Well, Dave, you you know the importance we put on the quarterback position in Philadelphia. And obviously, we, we got a head coach here, an offensive head coach, who's coached the position, who puts a big priority on it. I mean, there's no more posi- important position in sports. And um, we're not going to put a cap on what we're going to do with that position. Um, we're going to look at every option to improve the football team. Like you said, we have one on the roster, so you know we're adding to the roster. And then when you look at that sixth pick, um, you know, in 20 years, uh, uh, we've had a top 10 pick. We've earned a top 10 pick twice. You know, we traded up with Carson. We didn't have the pick in the top 10. And so we owe it to the organization to do our due diligence on anyone that could be available at that pick that we think has a chance to be a great player. And so we're not going to limit it by position. We're going to look at all of those guys. We're going to dig into them. It's a different offseason. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. But I, I, we will go through everything and, and, and the entire process on every position, including the quarterback position. Nick, if we could just dive into Jalen just a little bit more. And as you went back, you and Shane um, and the coaching staff went back into those four-plus games that Jalen played. What specifically did you see that you – that you really liked. Yeah, it was those four games, but we're also looking pretty hard. At, we all evaluated Jalen coming out. You know, shoot, Brian was able to evaluate Jalen coming out of high school. You know, we have a lot of notes uh, compiled on him, and then obviously the thing you put the most influence on is what he did in the NFL, right? So what we saw was a player that could really extend plays and create on his own, right? You know, so many times in the NFL you call a play, like this play's going to work and a good defensive lineman gets by your offensive lineman or a corner shuts it down or something happens. Quarterback, you got it now. Like, go make something happen. And so we saw that. Like, we saw his ability to create when things weren't there. That's an unbelievable asset to have as a football team. Um, you know, we, we could see his toughness, right? You could see his toughness on tape of how he carried himself and how tough this player was. And then just what you hear about him, too, not only what we hear about him in the building, but also what we hear, heard about him when we evaluated him coming out from his coaches at Alabama and his coaches at, at Oklahoma is that this guy's a leader who loves football, like, there's no substitute for that. When you love football and you have this leadership of qualities and you're tough, you're going to get everything you can get out of yourself. Like, you're going to be, you're going to reach your ceiling. And so that's what else was exciting about Jalen. But a, a lot of good things when we were, we were looking at that tape. Howie, for you, a big picture kind of question here. When we heard from Jeffrey Laurie at the end uh, of the season, he talked about the team being in a bit of a transition period. Now, we've already seen the Eagles retain Jason Kelsey, uh, part ways with Deshaun Jackson. There's a lot of movement generally, ebbs and flows 
of a roster during this time of the year. What is your approach to building this Eagles roster as we enter this this new territory in NFL free agency and the draft? Well, you talk about the ability to retain someone like Jason Kelsey and Brandon Graham and guys like that who they're culture setters for us. These are guys that love being Eagles, um, are influential in our locker room. You know, we have a lot of draft picks the next two years, and we have high hopes from our class last year and our young players. But showing people not only the coaches who have tremendous leadership ability and they're here for that and their ability to lead their rooms, but also guys in that locker room. And you can't get better guys than that. And so for us to have those guys, by the way, like Pro Bowl guys still last year playing at a high level, uh, to be back on this team at important positions, you know how we prioritize the O-line and the D-line. We understand that this league, it flips quickly. You make a bunch of good decisions and good things happen. We're trying to, to do it as efficiently as possible, as quickly as possible. And how do you do it? You do it with good players and you do it with good people. Howie, the salary cap, a big issue. Uh, it's been decreased. I think 8% is the number, 182.5 million. Uh, you've reportedly restructured some contracts. You mentioned Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, retaining them. Can you explain that strategy, uh, that approach, and and what that does for the Philadelphia Eagles in terms of providing flexibility for right now? Well, Dave, it's no secret. You know, we wanted to do whatever we could to win a championship, and we knew there would be growing pains coming from that. And we we retained a bunch of the team to try to make another run. And uh, maybe we hung on too long. So now as we go forward, we have this large amount of picks that we really didn't have. And so we get a chance to infuse the team with young players who are making a less amount of money. And so for us, our plan is that that will kind of that will even out. Right. You'll see that before when you don't have a lot of picks, which we didn't have because we trade them for some veteran players and uh, some players to go win the championship with. Now we're in a situation where we do have those picks, and the more picks you have, the greater chance you have on hitting on, on them. So I think as we look going forward, we feel like um, we're doing some things that put us in a position to really stabilize that. Obviously, you know, the Carson trade and where we are from the quarterback position, where we're paying the quarterback position, um, that helps us going forward as well. That's, that's one of the benefits there. Um, you know, we're doing this with a big picture in mind and understanding that it's not going to happen like that, but... Um, we're going to try to do it as fast and as efficiently as we possibly can. Nick, you're the head coach. I'm sure there are specific qualities that you are looking for in players. How has it been articulating that to Howie and his staff and making sure that everybody's on the same page, bringing the right kind of Nick Sirianni players to this Philadelphia Eagles roster? And what are some of those qualities that you really, really demand? The first part of this is being able to communicate, right? It's physical traits and it's it's traits that you might not be able to see on tape, right? So as far as the physical traits go, like how we talked about it earlier, right? We just, we wanted to be able to um, really define what we were looking for in each position. Hey, here are some traits. Let's not only say the trait that we're looking for, let's show an example of the trait that we're looking for from tape and then how we would use them. So it's, it's, it's talking about that trait that we want for whatever position. And there's multiple traits for each position, right? Showing the example of a player in the past doing it and how we would use them. All right. This is how we would use that speed or whatever the, the trait is. And so it's over communication, right? To just really just, so we're all on the same page of what, what we're looking for. And, uh, you know, then the, the, the non-physical traits, right? Like, we talked about, you know, what are the things that 
are a common denominator of people that you've been around, right? Those players have toughness. Those can players compete their tails off, right? Those players love, they love, they don't like football. They love football and those players are smart players, right? And, and so, you know, how do you evaluate those things? And, and so that's an art of itself. But the main thing there in my eyes is, is the communication. And that's been just awesome between Howie and his staff and my and myself and my staff, like that communication and just being on the same page and just having those conversations over and over and over again, you know, so we're all looking at it the same way. So that's kind of that that's been a that's been an awesome process as well these past these past two months. Howie, if you could touch on that as well from your perspective, how important is it and how has it gone working with Nick and his coaches and coming together with that vision of the next wave of Philadelphia Eagles players. Well, I think Coach just just talked about it. And and you see what I'm talking about, Dave? You see how passionate this guy is about football? And so these conversations aren't like two minutes and we're done and we're off and running. Then it goes back to these specific examples in this draft, in this free agency class, on our team, talking about these traits and going, you know, Coach Collin and saying, no, this guy has got exactly what I'm saying. Look at this. You see this? This is how he's doing it. And the passion of which him and his staff are doing it is getting everyone excited. And to be able to have all of us in a room and hearing them discuss these things, now it's clear. Now you you can see it because you're seeing it on the screen. You're seeing it on tape and you're going, this is the example that I'm looking for at this position and how they're doing it. It's offense. It's defense. It's special teams. And so it's crystal clear. So we're being able to have these discussions as we go about building this team and building this team back into a championship caliber team. It's clear what we're looking for and what we're not. So like, is everyone going to be the perfect fit for our offense or our defense or our special teams? No, but now we can narrow it down to these are the criteria of players and traits we're looking for and the kind of people we're looking for to come to Philadelphia and reflect our brand of ball. Nick, I know you haven't had a whole lot of time um, because you've been so busy, but one of the reaches that you do here is calling players and say, hey, you know, the current players, hi, I'm, I'm your new head coach. Great to meet you. How has that process gone? Have you been able to extend uh, phone calls and, and, and hellos and welcomes to uh, the current roster? That's been awesome. Like just getting to know the person, right, and building the relationship with the person. That's so important to me. Um, of having relationships with every one of the players on our team. I don't even want to talk to them about football right now. In fact, I, we're not allowed to talk to them about football right now. It is, <laughs> it is like, I want to know about these guys. And like, it's all like, as we talk and as, and as I just get to listen to these guys, tell me their story. It's just, it's just awesome. Cause everyone's coming from different backgrounds. That's why football is such a, it's the most complete team game there is. Right. I mean, you got guys from every different background <laughs> coming together to win a football game and for the common good of the city and the team, like that's so awesome. And so, you know, I, you get to just sit down there and, and talk to these guys, listen to their stories. For instance, like I love hearing about a guy, how many points he scored in basketball his senior year. We can get, we can start a long conversation with that, or what he triple jumped his senior year or junior year of high school. And I'm always like, you triple jump forty seven five. I was like a forty one foot triple jumper. So, granted, you're a lot better than I was. But I just love these conversations, and I just love the different paths that they take, and just getting to know our guys and and being a part of that team. I just think that's a special thing that that football gives us. Howie, the NFL draft is about six weeks away, and 
The Eagles have 10 draft picks, including number six overall. It is an unusual year for the NFL draft. So what is your approach moving forward, evaluating players, getting ready to kill it in the draft? Starts April 29th, goes through May 1st. How will you address the changing ways to evaluate players in the league this season? The first thing we're going to do, Dave, is we're going to narrow it down, right? We're going to narrow down this big pool of players and make sure that the guys we're really focused on fit, fit our scheme and they fit the intangible profile we're looking for. They love to play ball, you know, their football intelligence, every intangible quality we're looking for. And then we're going to find out as much as we possibly can about these guys, dig in, have everyone on board, coaches, scouts, security, trainers, um, you know, strength and conditioning, to find out as much as possible about every one of these these players. And then we're going to all the pro days. We're only allowed three per club, but we're going to all these pro days. We're going to work these guys. We're going to see these guys work out. We're going to look at their numbers. We're going to see if it matches the tape. And we're going to make the best decisions possible for the Philadelphia Eagles. We're excited about that opportunity here uh, coming up. Um, Hopefully never in this spot again where we're picking, picking, but at the same time, make the most of it. And, And how, if I can follow up, that so many of the players in this draft didn't play last year adds another layer of complexity, doesn't it? It does, but at the same time, a lot of times you're drafting guys really high who you're just taking off junior year tape anyway. So we got to look at it from that perspective. Like there's a lot of guys that were going off of junior year tape and they're going first, second, third pick in the draft. And so for us, like we got we got to trust what we hear, what we see. We got to trust the evaluations that we have on these guys and we got to trust the background that we do. Nick, finally for you on a lighter note here, um, you've been in Philadelphia for almost two months now. Uh, I wonder how the actual experience has matched your expectations. Have there been moments where it's been more challenging than you thought or more exciting than you thought? Or, you know, I, I mean, where have you been living for the last eight weeks here? It's been it's been awesome. Like, it's just been exciting. Again, all the things we just talked about, like just getting to know guys and connecting with guys and you're not not only the players on our team, but the staff too. Like like we had talked about, and so you know that has been that has been everything I could could imagine. Like just how how awesome it is just to be a part of a team. So you know, and then you know, there's obviously challenges too, right? Now not only are you um, not only am I heavily involved in the offense, but I'm the heart in charge of the whole team, right? And, and and so like just that balancing act is just is is really important. Just balancing your time and. And and just making sure you're efficient with your time has been, has been you know the probably the biggest challenge. Um, but you know again, this is what you, we dream of of being able to do things like this. Um, you know, picking out my, my wife gets to pick out all the the plate. You know, I tell her if I take her from a city, uh, from one city to another city, uh, you get to pick where we live. So she's in charge of that. I don't even I don't even know what's going on there yet. Um, but. You know, the other the other thing is now I got a lot of other teams to follow, right? Because in Indianapolis, I had right you had the Colts and you had the Pacers and then, and then Butler and some of those teams. Now I'm like, I can't wait to watch Villanova play in the tournament in Drexel. And I'm and I'm I'm rooting for I'm a Sixers fan now. I'm rooting for Coach Rivers and a Flyers fan. So like that that's been exciting, just the the amount of just how much sports means in this city 
to the people of this city is really awesome. And I look forward to being a part, not only a part of obviously the Eagles, but part of this city to cheer on the great sports teams that we have here. That's, that's been fun doing and checking the every night. I, I I'm a, every night I'm on my phone. Like, Hey, did the Sixers play today? Oh, they're on TV. Good. I get to watch them. So that's been fun too. Howie, Nick, thank you so much for your time. Good luck in free agency and in the NFL draft. I'm sure We'll be speaking before then, but guys, thanks so much. And I know it's a very, very busy time for you. So good luck with everything. That will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast. I'm Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, If you have a moment to give us a review, we would love that. Getting ready for some action. Been a kind of a busy first few days of the legal negotiations. Eagles not getting much attention. Of course, not a whole lot of cap room. So we'll see just what kind of impact the Eagles can make in free agency. But as you heard Roseman say, the focus has to be on the draft. 18 selections in the next two NFL drafts. Thanks to Trevor Hayes, Peter Kelly, and Ray Doyle for putting this all together. Thanks to all of you for joining. If you have a moment to give us a little five-star review, we'd love it. We'd love it. We get to get with Jeffrey and Howie and Nick, and that your reviews really, really help. There's a link in your details section of the podcast library. Thanks, everyone, for joining. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro once again saying, have yourselves a great Eagles day, and as always, fly, Eagles fly. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! In just over three years, Eagles Autism Foundation has raised millions of dollars for autism research and care. But this is about so much more than just fundraising. This is about making a transformational difference in the lives of those affected by autism. This is about bringing our community together. With inclusive, sensory-friendly events and accessible resources, we meet families where they need us most and where we can serve them best. Together, we're united in our mission to improve the lives of the autism community and to turn awareness into action. It's what we focus on every day in every way.